welcome to the Because and Effect podcast, where we talk to people about the causes they care about and the effect that it has on their lives. My name is Nolan Bicknell. Today's guest is Ashley Seymour. Ashley is the Executive Director of Volunteer Manitoba. Ashley and I talk about community connection, Manitoba's passion for volunteering, and how to make a difference in your community by volunteering not just money, but time and talent as well. Please enjoy my conversation with Ashley Seymour. Thank you for listening to the Because and Effect podcast. My name is Nolan Bicknell, and I'm now joined in the Winnipeg Foundation obvious offices by Ashley Seymour, the Executive Director of Volunteer Manitoba. Ashley, thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. So new in the role, five yes. months in. Yes. Um, welcome aboard. You know, thank it's a pretty, you. Pretty cool organization to be a part of. Yeah. Maybe just tell me what the five months have been like for you first, and maybe also what was your path to getting here? Mm-hmm. Well. Absolutely. So it's been a really fun and incredible few months working with Volunteer Manitoba. Um, I've worked in the nonprofit sector for over 15 years, um, worked for an organization that supports folks with disabilities um, for almost 16 years, and then, you know, saw the opportunity to become part of Volunteer Manitoba and uh, certainly jumped on that opportunity. I've been a fan of Volunteer Manitobas for many years. Um, I took some of their training many, many years ago, um, and so I've, you know, been a fan of the work that they do in the community, um, passionate about volunteering myself. I'm a volunteer with a number of organizations and causes throughout my community. Um, So it just felt like a really good fit. Very cool. I mean, you're saying they do all these things. And now you can say we we do it. (laughs) Very cool. So um, maybe just for people who haven't heard of Volunteer Manitoba, what is their mandate? What is your mandate? And uh, what do you guys all do? Absolutely. So we're the Volunteer Center here in Manitoba. Um, We offer a number of programs and services. Um, We, you know, connect folks looking to volunteer, we can connect them with volunteer opportunities that are available across the province. So not just here in the city of Winnipeg, um, we offer training and workshops for the nonprofit sector as well. Um, the workshops are mostly focused on like capacity building, board governance. We do some leadership training um, and certainly volunteer management workshops as well. Um, that's a big part of Huge. some of our programs. Yeah, there's so much, so many moving parts, and it mm-hmm. kind of speaks to the mechanism that volunteering provides us Mm -hmm. as a province and as a people. So can you just speak to like the necessity of it and leading into my next question about the pandemic, what happened when we weren't allowed to volunteer? You know what I mean? How did that all work and and how did that affect the sort of uh, post-pandemic world? For sure, yeah. So volunteers really are key components of our communities, um, of our cities. Um, There's so many nonprofit organizations across Manitoba that do really great work supporting community. And many of them wouldn't exist without volunteers. Um, Volunteers help to build, you know, vibrant communities, strong communities. I myself live in a rural, small rural community in Manitoba here, and I see the the impact that volunteers have on, you know, the events and the services that are provided. They're just so, so valuable. And certainly across the province, we've seen a decline in volunteers since the pandemic likely for a variety of reasons. Um, I think one of the biggest things is maybe folks just aren't back into the swing of it now that we've sort of hopefully moved out of this pandemic. And um, here at Volunteer Manitoba, we're, we're really trying to get folks re-energized and re-engaged and mm-hmm. thinking about returning to volunteering again. Yeah, what are the organizations that 
come to you and say, hey, we need volunteers, what are they saying? What's the general sort of vibe of, of a lot of the nonprofits in the, in the sector? Yeah, a lot of places are struggling. Um, you know, there were some statistics, I believe, from Imagine Canada that reported that over 60% of organizations across Canada ha- are struggling to recruit volunteers since the pandemic, mm. um, which ultimately, unfortunately, results in reduced services in the community for people that need it, um, possibly reduced, um, you know, activities and events that have happen um, and so we're we're hearing from folks and we're seeing from organizations that people are struggling um, volunteer Manitoba's website has um, a, a page on it where you can post your volunteer opportunities and we've never had I think there's close to 300 posts on there right now and um, we've never had that many available wow. positions advertised and so there certainly is a need for folks to get out and get back into into volunteering so volunteer Manitoba v-o-l-u-n-t-e-e-r E-E-R, Manitoba, all one word, dot C-A for all that information. Yes. It's, your website, is a, it's, it has so much stuff on there. It does, uh, So if yeah. anyone's looking to volunteer in any capacity, check that out. Sure. Uh, one thing I think people don't really realize is that a lot of boards, like mm-hmm. boards of directors, are volunteer run. Yes. Uh, I actually went through Volunteer Manitoba to do a, uh, some work like that a few years ago, and... I think people think, well, I did at least, that bo- being on a board is so prestigious and like not something that I could do as mm-hmm. a you know mid thirty year old person. So like, maybe speak to that a little bit and how boards work and how you connect people to boards that yeah. could use their skills. Yeah, absolutely. That's something that we're seeing a lot of right now is people trying to recruit for their boards. Um, and there's, I think, like you said, a lot of stigma about that. It's um, although it, you know, it's a valuable and very important role. It's not this prestigious thing that maybe has a stigma around it. Um, boards are looking for all different kinds of people from all different walks of life. We're looking for younger folks, older folks. Um, You know, everybody brings a unique experience and skill set to the board. And there are numerous organizations looking to recruit for their boards right now. Yeah, because I just kind of thought I was like, well, I'm just some guy. I don't really have that many Mm -hmm. skills. But like, what are some of the things that boards are coming to you saying, hey, we need a X person or a Y Mm -hmm. person or a young person or an old person or like what kind of skills can people bring to boards? Yeah, there's such a, a variety of skills. It depends um, on the organization. Totally, too, right? yeah. yeah. Nowadays, a lot of boards are looking for help with their social media mm. and online. Online volunteering has become a big trend these mm. last few years. And so, you know, that stigma around volunteering takes a lot of time in person. You have to go to different places. That's not always the case anymore. So um, organizations are looking for support with that. People with maybe some financial knowledge and background is always valuable for an organization as well. Um, but ultimately any set of skills that you can bring to the table, there's an organization out there that'll, that can make use of those skills. Yeah, No kidding. That yeah. makes a lot of sense too. I never really thought about the online um, volunteering. Can you give me an example? Like, is it people editing photos and video or like doing mm-hmm. things or what kinds of skills can you also volunteer as opposed to just time? Like what, what skills are people looking for? Yeah, so certainly the online volunteering is becoming more and more popular. Um, you know, again, assisting organizations to develop their social media and their websites. It's huge. Um, absolutely, it's huge. And a lot of nonprofits don't have a budget for that kind of stuff to hire, you know, a firm or a company to do that work for you. So if somebody's got some skills in that area, again, I'm sure they'll, there's numerous organizations out there that'll gladly take you. Yeah. And then just, you know, connecting with folks online. Um, um, I know there's a number of seniors organizations that are looking for, you know, some companionship and um, we're really finding with older adults, the ones that did a lot of volunteering before the pandemic, 
some of them still don't have that comfort level to get back into the community. So doing some online things um, are really valuable as well. Yeah, online socializing Mm -hmm. has become something that we're all kind of now used to, thanks to Zoom and all that craziness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So let's talk a little bit about the next generation versus previous generations and how their approach to volunteerism is changing because mm-hmm. I think you know my parents used to volunteer go down to wherever and in person doing things in person and now as you mentioned online and I think there's a bit of a um, financial discrepancy too not a lot of people my age have that much money to donate to organizations but we have time we have skills mm-hmm. so like how is that shifting over the generations and can you speak to that a little bit yeah of course and so I think like I said there's that big stigma that volunteering will take a lot of your time or you need resources and money to be you know, valuable and successful. And that's truly not the case. Um, so online volunteering is a big trend now. Um, but you know, there's a number of organizations and events that look for volunteers for a a time limited, um, Mm. opportunity. So if you've got a couple hours, throughout the month, um, especially if you're looking to join a board, as we talked about, a lot of these boards meet once, maybe twice a month for an hour or two. So it's not a big time commitment, but what you are able to provide and commit is so valuable to the organization. Um, And so that traditional volunteering that we all sort of think of from our parents and back in the day, you know, although those opportunities still exist, certainly if you want to commit five or 10 hours every week, there's people out there that'll take you for that as well. But if you've only got a couple hours each month, there's people out there with open doors that'll gladly welcome you to do that. So, um, I believe your predecessor, Noreen, Mian, mm-hmm. um, she, I worked with her and when we, okay. she, we, we kind of figured out, okay, I like music. I like art. I like all these things. And then she found a board, they found a board for me mm-hmm. that fit my my thing so what's the process when someone comes to you and says hey I want to volunteer how do you figure out a good fit like what's that process like yeah so we have a couple of options and so somebody who's looking for some generalized sort of day-to-day volunteering again we have that conversation about what your interests are the area you're maybe looking to Uh, volunteer in, whether it's here in Winnipeg or rurally. Mm. Um, And so we just have a conversation to gauge sort of your interest. And then we can search through all the postings that are on our website. And again, there's certainly something out there for everybody. Hundreds, Uh, hundreds, literally hundreds. Um, And then in terms of looking to connect with a board, um, another program that Volunteer Manitoba has is our Board Connect program. And so we work to match people with boards. Um, We connect with multiple organizations across the province who have said to us, that they're looking to recruit board members. And so then we're able to sort of make that connection between the people that are looking. What, why do you do this job? Why did you want this job? And what are some of the best parts about it? Um, Honestly, there's so many great pieces about it. Um, The experiences that we get to participate in, like coming here today to record a podcast is pretty cool. Um, You know, we're, personally, I'm very passionate about volunteering. As I mentioned, I volunteer in a number of ways across uh, my community and the province. Um, One of the really cool things about Volunteer Manitoba is, and one of our sort of missions for the foreseeable future is to really connect with all of Manitoba and, you know, outside of Winnipeg Mm. as well. And so we've got some travel plans this fall. We're going up north to the Paw and to Thompson. We're going out to Dauphin, Brandon, um, connecting with a lot of post-secondary institutions to, again, engage with youth and um, share the importance of volunteering um, and to sort of remind them and educate them of the skills that they have to offer these organizations as well. One thing, one maybe misconception that I had before uh, sort of diving deeper into volunteering was 
it would cost you. Mm -hmm. And I found that it was actually more of a benefit. Can you just speak to what people get are getting out of volunteering mm -hmm. rather oh, than just sure. what they're giving? There is so many benefits to it. Um, again, depending on who you are um, and where you're at in life. And so one of our biggest sort of pitches to youth and young Manitobans today is the skills that you'll develop, especially like high school level youth and really young students looking to start their careers. Um, it's an opportunity to put some skills and experience on your resume. And it's also a really great opportunity to learn more about yourself. And so we've used this example so many times, but one of my colleagues leagues um, fresh out of high school her family and herself she really thought she wanted to go into nursing and so she submitted her application and then decided to spend some time volunteering at a hospital over the summer and quickly realized that that was not what she wanted to do with her life and so withdrew her application mm. um, and went into another avenue so it's an opportunity for young people to you know maybe figure out their spot in life just dip your toe in absolutely like yeah, yeah. Um, we collect connect with a lot of newcomer organizations and so for those folks we you know it's an opportunity to make connections and build relationships again get you know some skills um, put some some experience on your resume um, and then for the older Manitobans it's a lot of the same thing too connections and relationships and just being able to give back to the community is so valuable social connection Absolutely. and belonging to something is yeah. something that we're finding at, at the foundation is such an important part of, mm -hmm. of culture and society and, and of our city um, skipping or shifting gears a little bit like do you have stats or or just even even a um, uh, uh, perspective on like the amount of hours, the amount of time, energy that is volunteer based versus paid, you know, like it just seems like Manitoba runs on volunteers. Mm -hmm. So is that a sustainable model for some, you know, like I'm just mm -hmm. curious of the, of the amount of volunteering versus the amount of paid work and like mm -hmm. how much is being done on the volunteer side of things. Like, is it just, yeah. it's like monumental amounts of volunteering it, it certainly <laughs> is yeah and I've seen the stats uh the national stats and I don't want to in, incorrectly quote them, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's some stats out there about sort of the the full-time work hours um, converted into volunteer time, and it's astronomical. Right. Um, Manitoba has the second highest rate of volunteers in the province. Uh, we come second behind Saskatchewan, and we're making it our mission to get ahead of them somehow. That old rivalry. Exactly, so. yeah. But it's, like you said, Manitoba runs on volunteers. There's so much great work happening um, throughout all the communities in Manitoba. It's powerful stuff. Stuff. like mm -hmm. so many organizations I they have like one or two like for example we are uh, volunteering at the Rainbow Trout Music Festival in a couple weeks and or maybe a mm -hmm. week or whenever that is yeah. and they said that there's I think three paid staff and then 80 or something yeah. volunteers so you just put that into perspective or like Folk Fest or all of these festivals yes. that just the lifeblood is volunteerism and it's a pretty interesting I don't think people think about that mm -hmm. enough you know what I mean it's true yeah I guess you're thinking about it every yeah, day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's something that we promote to people again, right? Like these festivals that you just quoted is a perfect example. Like none of these events would exist if they didn't have their volunteers. They've got a small component of paid staff, but everything else is volunteer driven and we all enjoy going to many of these events. And so that's sort of our call to action to folks is to get involved in some way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what are you most looking forward to professionally in the next, let's say six months or a year? Like what do you mm -hmm. have coming down the pipe that's really exciting for Volunteer Manitoba? Yeah. So like I mentioned, we're going to be doing some traveling this fall. We're looking forward to connecting with these communities across the province um, and really just expand our reach. There's still some folks out there that 
don't really know about Volunteer Manitoba, and we've sort of made it our goal to raise that awareness and get our name into as many communities as we possibly can, um, and to just grow our work as an organization and try and help rebuild the volunteer sector right. in our province and uh, just sort of, again, re-engage with folks about volunteering and educate people who maybe don't have experience in volunteering just about how important it is for the community. Or the options. I think that's what it is. Like, being a volunteer seemed or used to be maybe just a very sort of narrow definition and now yeah. it can encompass so many different things. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And reducing that stigma about it takes a lot of time. It might take some money, you know, those sorts of things that it's literally for everybody. You mentioned Board Connect. Mm-hmm. I, another program is the summer internship program, SIP, which uh, the youth in philanthropy is yeah. tied to. Uh, maybe can you talk? I know you have a summer intern right now. We What's do. that been like? And, and what is it? Is internship considered volunteering? Is that kind of the same thing? Or um, they'd be very similar. Yeah, absolutely. You gain a lot of the same skills. You know, you meet some people, make connections, um, gain some experience. Um, so we do have a youth and philanthropy intern working with us this summer, and she has been wonderful. Um, she's provided so much support uh, for some projects that we've been working on. And I think for her, it's been a really great experience too, just uh, getting to know the different organizations that exist mm. in the city. Um, you know, there's a, a group group of students in that project and so we have met a number of them they get to do the site visits at all the host organizations so it's such an incredible opportunity for these youth to get out and learn about their community are there some other programs that we haven't mentioned yet that you could uh, talk about that volunteer manitoba also does yeah absolutely so in addition to our training and development um so like i mentioned we offer a number of workshops but um like public workshops so anybody can go on our website and sign up for any of the workshops that are on the calendar Um, but we also offer like private group training Mm -hmm. so if you came to us and said you know our organization is really struggling we need some board governance training we can set that up for you we work with a team of fantastic facilitators um, so we can make those connections for you Um, we do a lot of community outreach and that's uh, one of our big programs as well and so we go out to volunteer fairs and career fairs across the province Um, you know, we connect with schools, as I mentioned, we're doing post-secondary schools, but we connect with a lot of high schools as well and do multiple presentations throughout the year just to educate youth on the value of volunteering. Um, so our outreach program is very busy. Um, we talked about board connect a little Mm -hmm. bit, so that's another, uh, program of ours. And then um, our annual volunteer awards is, yes, a a bit of a big deal too. So we are planning to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the awards. Um, It'll be in the spring. So in April of 2024, Cool. this is sort of a big marquee event for the the organization and the province. And so um, some of the most exceptional and outstanding volunteers from our province are nominated through a number of different categories and they are, you know, receive their awards at this amazing gift gala dinner event and so we're we've got some great plans to make it bigger and better than before um it's been yes it's been virtual the last few years as has everything Mm -hmm. um so we're back we're back in person and we're making some big plans and we're really excited when you hear some stories about some tireless volunteers over the I mean you've only been there five months Mm -hmm. but I mean it's just such an inspiration to see that the the causes that people uh, are dedicating themselves Mm -hmm. to you know Um, so 15 years in the philanthropic sector what is it like working in Winnipeg and in Manitoba in this uh, arena Mm -hmm. it's it's awesome Um, you know I there are some really challenging days um, to see 
you know, there's a lot of work to be done in our communities and you just feel sort of helpless sometimes that there's not enough you can do. There's not enough hours in the day to help everybody. But when you see the differences that you make and the people you work with make, the the work that these organizations are doing in our communities is so heartwarming. Um, there's just so many incredible people out there. Um, and I think that's what keeps me in this line of work is just all the incredible success stories. I, uh, I've told this on this podcast before, but I used to be a very cynical, kind of like the world sucks, like a whiny <laughs> little kid. And after I've been at the foundation for nine years and just being able to speak to people like you and just so, and see, you know, so many volunteers and so many people literally making the world better mm-hmm. every single day, the, the good massively outweigh yeah. the bad, right? And I think that's Absolutely. what you're speaking to a little bit when it comes to Manitoba's uh, nature and just mm-hmm. like help each other out, you know, friendly exactly. Manitoba. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so at the end of our time together, we do a little section called just because it's okay. seven questions about the causes you care about and a little bit about yourself. Are you okay to go through those? Yes. All right. Question one, what is the very first cause you ever remember caring about? Um, so I think it's essentially this idea of like connecting community years ago I was invited in my community to uh, come to the table Um, they were forming a community alliance group Um, and so through my previous employer I was asked to go and represent our organization and it just sort of sparked this interest for me about community and working together for common good and to make powerful changes in the world and so I think that's sort of what led me into continuing this path in my career and just the idea of connecting with community. How has technology helped over the last decade or so? Tremendously. I think you know, one of the silver linings from the pandemic, if if there are any, is that technology has advanced significantly. We're much more comfortable and familiar with it. We trust it more mm. and it's allowed us to connect so much easier. Yeah, that, yeah. that's a kind of a silver lining of social media too. A yeah. lot of people are kind of like, ah, oh, that's bad. But if you can use it to create real life connection, then yeah. what else is there in life? Exactly. You know? so, so good. Uh, question two, if money and politics and logistics were no issue at all, you mm-hmm. could just snap your fingers and something would happen, what would you do in support of your cause? And, and that's a big one too. Um, but I think I just go back to, you know, volunteering and connecting with community and, you know, especially if money was no object, I think that leads to part of why volunteerism is struggling a bit is folks mm-hmm. have less time because they're working more to earn more money right. because of the economy. And so, you know, in a perfect world, um, people wouldn't have those challenges and people would just give their time mm-hmm. and support their community and, and causes that they care about. Yeah. Good answer. Mm-hmm. And that's such a complicated like we can talk for hours about exactly (laughs) layers of issues there yeah yeah, no good answer uh question three so we talked about stigma a little bit but what is the biggest misunderstanding or stigma about volunteering or about your cause yeah again i go back to that it takes a lot of time or money or resources or i don't have anything to offer right everybody's got some sort of skills that they can donate to an organization and there's somebody out there with the door wide open waiting to welcome you. And part like part of this whole podcast was to try to inspire people to just think about what is your cause? Like mm-hmm. what cause do you want to care about and focus on and then just spend a little bit of time of your day doing it? Like that's yeah. the whole point and exactly what you're saying. Like awesome. you 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 have the ability to do so so just pick a cause and yep. help out. Of course, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, question four, what's a recent victory, either personally or professionally, that you can share with us? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, getting a new job, congratulations. Th- that, that's a pretty big pretty, one, pretty yeah. I certainly say um, joining the Volunteer Manitoba organization is a huge milestone for me professionally. It's something I'm really excited about and looking forward to growing my career. Um, on a personal level, um, you know, I, during the pandemic, I took up running and so have run in the Manitoba marathon a few times now, which, um, is something that I'm pretty proud of. Um, I've got a pretty hilarious story actually about this past year's event. Can you share? I I can, it's a good one. So leading up to, you know, the morning of the race, it was a bit of a chaotic morning with the weather and the traffic and just feeling a bit flustered trying to get to the university on time and then decided to use the washroom before I ran the race and I dropped my cell phone in the porta potty. Yeah, the look of shock on your face is the reaction I get from everybody. And so that will mess with your mindset leading up to a race. And so I had to try and shake it off and run really shake it off well no i did not pick it out i I, that needs to go on the record (laughs) i did not stick my hand in there it was gone that's that's Um, yeah it's gone yeah and so i had to run the race with no music or anything right yeah and so that was a bit of a mindset shift for me as well um it's a pretty funny story but i'm pretty proud that i persevered through that situation and finished the race and then went to buy a new phone after (laughs) do do you have a playlist or do you just go Mm -hmm. yeah i've got a pretty pumped up playlist list to get through that because it's running is a lot of mental mindset and I was pretty excited about what my preparations and they all literally went down the drain within seconds. Mm, Horrifying. That's so funny. Glad you made it. Yeah. You made it out. Uh, Question five. What is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Yeah, I think I'd have to say the best piece of advice I was ever given was just around like, it's okay to make mistakes Mm. And to take risks that might result in a mistake. Um, you know, everybody, not everybody, but many people have this fear of making a mistake in life. But you that's how you learn and that's how you grow. And so we've all been there, done that. And uh, yeah, I think that was a pretty big piece of advice. I received that years ago from sort of a mentor of mine um, in a previous organization I worked with. And um, it, that's just always sort of stuck with me. Yeah. What, when you were just talking there, I was thinking like, because I've heard that too, it's okay mm-hmm. to make mistakes. Yeah. But even that phrasing implies that a mistake is bad. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should say like, it's good to make mistakes yeah. because you will like that. W- that's what makes you stronger, exactly. faster, smarter. Totally. You learn <laughs> yeah. from them, right? Every situation has a lesson to be learned if, if you're willing to learn it though. Yeah. What's yeah. that? Old, there's an old saying that's like, there are no mistakes. There are only lessons or something. Exactly. I that Maybe. I that Maybe. <laughs> but it sounds good. <laughs> I mean, so we should go real. with it. Yeah. And it's, it's an opportunity, right? As long as you look at it as an opportunity to learn and grow, you'll be much better off. Very well said. Yeah. Uh, question six, what advice would you give to your 10 year old self if you could talk to her? Um, I'd probably share that piece of advice (laughs) that it's okay to make mistakes. mistakes, Yeah. And to just, you know, sort of let life happen. Everything happens for a reason. And, you know, again, looking for those opportunities and the silver linings in the, in the moments of dark clouds, Mm. um, I think is really important. You said you're from a small town. I am. Which one can I ask? I live in Beauceshire. Oh, Beauceshire. Cool. I'm from Russell. So. Oh, cool. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, so thank you for your time. You're such a, this was such a pleasant conversation. Uh, Uh, the last question is the hardest one or people say it is at least, but what do you want to be remembered for? I think I'd like to be remembered as somebody who, you know, just cares about community Mm. and really want to give back in in any way possible. Um, Again, that ties into my passion for volunteering and community connection, but that I was somebody that, yeah, genuinely wanted to help others and to connect people. Beautifully said. Ashley Seymour, 
executive director of Volunteer Manitoba. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, Volunteer Manitoba, all one word is the web, volunteermanitoba.ca. Correct. Is the website. Yes. There's so much good stuff there. So, so much. if you've been inspired by this conversation, go to that website, check it out. And uh, maybe, yeah, reach out during the uh, the mm-hmm. awards gala because we can help yes. promote that or you know, Absolutely. In, the, in the months to come. But uh, yeah. good luck in everything in the future. And thank, thank you for you. being on the, on the show. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you again to Ashley Seymour from Volunteer Manitoba for your time on the show today. Uh, Again, that's volunteermanitoba.ca. There's so much great information. So if you're looking for a place to uh, volunteer some of your time or your talent, uh, check it out, volunteermanitoba.ca. Whether it's, you know, the local hockey rink, your local community center, everywhere in the city needs a hand. So pick a cause that you're passionate about and help out because that is the Manitoban way. Thank you again to Ashley for being on the show and thank you for listening. I say this a lot, but there are an infinite number of podcasts or shows that you could be listening to right now. And the fact that you chose this one is an honor. So I, uh, from the bottom of my from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening, liking, sharing, and promoting the podcast because uh, it really helps out. All music on the Because and Effect podcast is produced and composed by Trenton Burton. You can hear more of his music by searching Trenton Burton on Spotify. Because and Effect is a podcast of the Winnipeg Foundation. Learn more about the foundation by visiting wpgfdn.org or by searching at wpgfdn on all social media platforms. I'm at Nolan Bicknell on all the socials. Thanks again for listening and remember, as you grow older, you will discover that you have two hands, one for helping yourself and the other for helping others. Bye-bye.